last time on the Four Orbs. Felomir, a familiar sight comes into view. You see those living vines that were pulsating before. You're approaching them from the other side. What is what is this stuff? Is it this looks kind of like that thing you cut off, Felomir? Are we gonna be all right? I think so. I mean, these are these are the the vines that I saw earlier. And as you were reviewing the scene with your eyes, you see two of those dog-like creatures hiding within the vines on the wall. They both jump down to attack. The dog that you shot, Finch, rushes right at you. He bites onto your left arm. You can feel it like kind of lock. It's like a pit bull's jaw that kind of just locks in place and holds. I'd like to kind of reach into my quiver okay, with my good hand, and I'm going to try and stab the silver into this dog. All right, so you uh, take the bolt and you try to stab at him, and you're hitting him, but you're just not piercing this gang. I will continue to barrage him with some blasts. Okay. Six damage. That's enough. You shoot one Eldritch Blast out with one hand and one with the other. The force of the blast pushes out of your hand and hits the, the dog right on the left side of his body, and it just takes him kind of limp, but that lock jaw is still holding on to Finch but he's dead. Uh, uh, These damn dogs! Felomir, on top of all of the magic on the walls from the Iridarium, you find a specific glow on the other side of a wall with this glowing orange. That glow starts to move as well and passes out of your detect magic range. Then all around you, almost echoing through the mind chamber, you hear a deep exhale as a shadow moves around you steadily in the dim light. That wasn't my imagination, right? I don't think so. I'm going to decide to be useful. Okay. I'm going to use comprehend language. You realize that he's speaking in deep speech, and you realize what he's saying is, was it you that attacked my lair? Uh, it wasn't me. I have a broken leg. Ah, common is me. I learned common from several of my victims. Oh, how accommodating. I appreciate it. Well, it would be rude for me to not introduce myself. It would. (laughs) 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 Okay. My name is Doris. I am Andodel. Do you know Velmir? Velmir is my master. He is the master of all of the Abyss. And we all would not exist without Velm's essence. Why hasn't he been answering my messages? I can't answer that. Maybe if if you say that you're with, um, I'm sorry, what was was your name? Andodel. Andodel. He might respond. Andel, right? Andodel. Andodel. (laughs) What are you? You do not know? You must be younger than I thought. Or possibly extremely naive. No, Felomir is very old. Or stupid. He's the smartest person I know. You wouldn't have anything to do with the whole, the the arcane well, would you? The arcane well, is that what you're here for? I mean, may, I mean, I, maybe, I don't... Yes. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> That's a journey for you. I don't know if you'll make it. Do you know where it is? I do. Will <gasps> you tell us? No. Not without a sacrifice. And if we don't, then I will take all five of you. <laughs> That's 
not a deal. All right, with that, you see a ripple of energy emit from the shadow and a high piercing sound disrupts your hearing. You cover your ears, but this appears to have no effect as the sound penetrates your mind. You look back to the shadow and see a humanoid dressed in black robes with a metal breastplate covering his abdomen. His robes are lined with sharp metal. Tentacles flare from his withering face beneath his nose and dance around as this psychic attack envelops your mind. Felomir, your turn. I'm going to use an inspiration die to f- hit this dude in his fucking face. You take your shillelagh staff and you just use all of the lever- leverage to bring the staff onto the top of his head and it just caves in and the staff goes like all the way through his head to his throat, just caving in his entire head. You have killed the mind flare. <laughs> I'm going to hit him again. <laughs> just keep bashing him until he's just a puddle of squid. As you move around the room, wary of possible new threats, you find that next to your entrance of this room, there's another corridor that runs somewhat parallel. On the far side from where you entered, you find two more corridors. Well, I'm going to go inspect this guy thing. All right. Uh, You go up and kind of investigate. Give me a investigation check. Nine. So you search his body a little bit. The only thing you find, though, is the wand he was holding. I'm assuming it's magical. Yes, it has an orange glow. What school of magic is it? Orange is enchantment. Yeah, I knew that. I'll walk over there with him. You see Felomir holding this wand in his hand. Hmm. I'm going to, like, kind of be waving it around. Okay. See if I can do anything with it. Have I ever, have I ever used the wand? Yes. You know that each wand has kind of a somatic role that you have to kind of wave correctly. Cool. And what... Did what did the mind flayer use the wand for? Um, it was some sort of invisible attack. Okay. Well, I'm gonna ignore all that and squat down over this creature, and I'm just gonna use my flail to kind of like move around his tentacles and look into his mouth and inspect him. Okay. I want to look over Keth's shoulder as this part happens because I'm also interested in this creature I've never seen before. I might have to before. Google the anatomy of a mind flare. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to die Wing it, dude. So uh, you move around the tentacles with your mace and you find that it has a mouth that's circular, kind of like a suckerfish, and it has very sharp, like rows of sharp teeth in its mouth. Oh, what is this thing? Whoa, Keth, man, I've never seen anything like this before. These, these teeth, there's so many, there's so many. Oh, I'll look up at uh, Felomir as he's waving the wand around and say, Hey, hey Feli, have you ever seen anything like this before? Uh, no, I've never seen anything like this, but that's nothing new in this place. Hmm. I pop out from behind Keth. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's just popping up from behind. <laughs> Scooby-Doo style. Yes. <laughs> and I'll take a gander. Okay. Uh, I mean, is anybody like... I'll investigate it. So give me an investigation check. Okay. Uh, six. So you kind of like move your hands through his robes that he's wearing and like start tra- trying to find pockets and such. Like you're kind of disgusted by him. So you just kind of back off. Yeah. Like, I don't find <laughs> so Felomir, what can, can you do anything with that wand? Mm, well, I don't know how to use it, but there's no reason to leave it here. I mean, do you just like 
point it at something, or do you gotta like say some words, or? Well, you have to wave it in a specific way. Uh, I want to grab it as if expecting like a Harry Potter like moment with the wind, you know? Okay. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> are you grabbing it? Yeah, I'll grab it. Okay. Um, give me a wild magic check. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, Oh God! Or what give me a wild magic roll. What is actually, that? what does that mean? Oh, uh, you roll a d one hundred. Okay. Oh. Gabriel, seventy-eight. You cast polymorph on yourself. If you fail the saving throw, you turn into a sheep for the spell's duration. <laughs> oh my God! Nice. Oh Lord! <laughs> you fail that save. So yeah, this is going to be a wisdom saving throw with Andodel's DC. So that's going to be a DC of 15. Fuck. <laughs> that is a 20. All right, you succeed. Sweet. Woo! Not a sheep. As you grab the wand, you notice that the orange glow that you can sense with your detect magic, Felomir, gets almost three times brighter. And you feel sort of a trembling in the wand, Astra, and then it starts to crack. Whoa. I'm just going to like throw it back to Belmere. Okay. So you just kind of like toss it real yeah. quick and give me a uh, dexterity saving throw if you want to try and catch it, Felomir. Seven. Uh, you do not catch it. It what just kind of lands at your feet. And then as it like is falling to the ground, you notice that it gets dimmer again. What did you do? I don't know. <laughs> well, the wand was reacting. Definitely. It felt weird. I'm going to pick it back up. It didn't react. I would say it reacted in a negative way to you. Okay. Yeah, it it, it didn't feel good. It, that didn't like me. And then you also felt a, uh, a tingling throughout your body as if something was affecting you, and then it just kind of went away. Well, that's rather interesting. What's going on over there? What are you guys talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah. Dorf oh, is Dorf. still in the mining court. <laughs> mining court. <laughs> There's this wand. And as I say that, I'd like to kneel down and just put the back of my hand up against the wand and see if anything happens. Nothing happens for you. Flip it over and put my palm on it. Nothing happens. Pick it up. Nothing happens. <laughs> I'll stand up with it and just kind of look at it then. Okay. Put it in my butt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> something happened. Give me a perception check, Astra. Okay. 11. You notice that the crack that was in the wand has healed itself, basically. Well, that's weird. It, it just healed itself where it had split. Hmm. It split. Yeah, when I grabbed it, it started breaking. Oh. It probably knows mending. <laughs> <laughs> well, it must possible. because it is fine now. That is for sure as I turn it around in my hands. May I? Sure. Hand it to Philomir. Give me an arcana check, Philomir. 14. You kind of like fool around with it a little bit more and you think, you feel like it, you see like the orange glow get a little brighter as you're messing with it, like you're almost there with the right motion, but then it fades away again. Like you can't find that last little swish or something like that. Well, I think we have more pressing matters than this wand for now. I guess I'll just hold on to it. I'll like put it in one of my bags or something. Okay. It seems as though we have three to four ways out of this room. One being the way we came. There seems to be the two on the left and there seems to be one on the right. And we have been hugging the walls and staying to the left, so my general idea would be to keep doing that. We will eventually make a circle, hopefully, or find our way out. So we'll call the two corridors that you haven't been to the north corridors because they're at the top of the map. 
the south corridor that ran parallel to your entrance as you get a little closer to it. Give me perception checks. 14. Crypness, I'm just looking at the mind flare. I'm enthralled. 20. 18. 14. Felomir and Doroth, you both hear a very faint sound of running water in the south corridor. Whenever you approach the north corridors, you don't hear anything coming from them. Hey, so if we're looking for somewhere to go or somewhere there might be a way out, I mean, there's running water back there. So it's got to be coming from somewhere, right? Yes, I hear it too. Let's, let's go that way. Sounds good to me. So as you move into the south corridor, it's a winding corridor, and that sound of running water hits all of your ears. A warm, humid breeze slightly pushes against you in your approach. You can feel in your step that the corridor starts to slope downward. It eventually opens to a wide room. On the left side, you see stalagmites, with a stream of icy water flowing away from you. On the right side, about 100 feet down, you see the shadow of another dark corridor. So can we see where the water's coming from? From where you're standing at the entrance of this chamber? No, you cannot. Okay, well, I'll, I'll walk over. Okay. To, like the base of the, or just like the side of the river. Okay. Brook. So as you begin to step into the room, a deep growl echoes from behind you throughout the mine. Give me perception checks. Goodness. 10. 11. 18. 16. Astra, Keth, and Doroth, distracted by your fear from this threatening sound behind you, you f- your focus shifts to the corridor behind you. But Felomir and Finch, you see a shifting shadow move between the stalagmites. You focus in on the area, and as you move a little closer, the shine of softball-sized gelatinous eggs are nestled in the crooks and crannies at the bases of the stalagmites. As the light from the drumstick flickers, you see the eggs are translucent, and you see what looks like a larva of some sort curled up inside. And just when you are about to point this out to your group, after gathering your thoughts, a multi-legged, hard-shelled monstrosity lunges out at you. Give me initiatives. We're fighting a lot up in this place. This monstrosity has ten spider-like legs along its long, shelled body. It has several eyes ranging from its head half down its abdomen. Its mouth is circular with rows of sharp teeth lining the inside of its mouth. Keth, you're first. Uh, Rage, and I'm going to charge and bash him in the back. Okay, so the mining cart is kind of blocking your entrance of the corridor. You can try and hop it, Yeah, but it'll take... Uh, your movement speed will become half. Yeah, I will hop the minecart and my rage, raging rush towards this monstrosity. All right, give me a athletics or acrobatics check, whichever one you prefer. 17. You hurdle over the minecart, right over Dorth, and push through Felomir and Astra to get to the lunging creature. How are you attacking? I'm going to smack him in the back of the shell with my mace. All right. 24. That's a hit. 12 for the first one. All right. The second one is also a 24. Okay, that's a hit. And the damage is 9. 
So 21 total. So you take your mace as you're running towards it and just hit it in the back of its shell and like knock it down to the ground as it's like halfway lunging through the air. And then it just falls like prone on the ground and then you just smash it in the head again and it's dead. <laughs> All right. All right, good. We're still in initiatives. Mm. Uh, after Keth is Felomir. What is that thing? And I guess I'll just approach it. Okay. Like bend down and start inspecting it. After Felomir's Dorth. I'm going to hold my turn. And actually, I'm going to duck down into... If I was sitting up, I'm just going to duck down into the minecart. <laughs> after Dorth is Astra. I'm going to look around and see if there's any more threats. A swarm of these monstrosities hey now <laughs> rush out from behind the calcium cones squirming quickly into your direction lunging through the air at all of you you try to estimate how many there are in this surprise attack and it could be upwards of 30 finch your turn so these are animals these are monstrosities these are all like the full-size ones that he that keth just took down or what i believe to be a full-sized one or are these the little babies no, these are the full-size ones like Kath just took down. I mean, they vary in sizes from, like, three feet to a foot. Okay, um, wherever, like, the largest clump of them is, I would like to cast my spike growth again. Okay. Uh, what's the radius on that? 20-foot radius, 150-foot range. That's okay. So, yeah, you just want to do it in the center of them then? Sure. We're actually kind of, like, center with the edge ending where we are so that we kind of have, like, a perimeter maybe. Okay. All right, there are spikes all around these monstrosities now, and we are at the end of the round. Would you like to take your delayed action, Dorth? Nope. So we're back at the top. Keth. All right, I'm just going to start swinging. <laughs> all right. Are there, is there any within range of me without me walking on the spikes? Yes. He set it up to where you can walk to the edge of the spikes and not be affected by the spikes. Okay, I'll, uh, I'll walk up to the closest. If there are like two together, I want to walk up to there so I can hit both of them. All right. And I'm going to start bashing. All right. Give me some bashes. Whack-a-mole. 21. That's a hit. 12. It was damage. And then the second attack is 25. That's a hit. And 10 damage. And you're hitting two different ones? Yeah. Okay. So you bash one and then bash the other. And you smash both of their heads in, and they lay dead. Felomir. I am going to move backwards a little bit, probably like near the minecart and shoot some eldritch blasts okay at some of these creatures i guess i'll shoot at two different ones okay so 16 for the first that's a hit and a crit for the second all right Ooh. let's go ahead and do the damage for the first one since you're hitting two different ones six all right you hit it with an eldritch blast and uh it hits directly in front of it in its face and it just basically implodes the inside of it and it dies. Uh, now give me the extra roll for the crit. One. This is a normal critical. It'd be cool. funny if it negated the crit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it used to. I'd be mm -hmm. so mad, though. Yeah. But listeners, I actually am using the actual crit chart that I made for the beginning of the campaign for the first time. Yay! <laughs> so uh, I thought that one negated it, but it doesn't. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, no more Dell laptop. There was I ain't never seen that Dell. <laughs> You're being completely transparent here, right? <laughs> nice. Thirteen damage. All right. So your 
Eldritch Blast hits a second one, also basically imploding it. You're very accurate today with these. I'm fighting for my life here. I'm about to die. After Felomir's Dorth. Uh, Dorth is within, like, I can reach him, right? Reach, uh, Felomir? Not, uh, Felomir, yeah. Yes, you can reach Felomir. I'm gonna... Re- <laughs> I'm gonna reach out and just touch the small of his back and... <laughs> And cast cure wounds. I'm doing this for your good. <laughs> yeah, like turn around and like you feel a hand on the small of your back, and you get frightened for a second, but then you realize you're next to the mining cart, and you turn like just look over your shoulder, and you see Dorth smiling at you. I want to maintain eye contact and be like, Dorth makes things better. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, cure wounds. All right, dude, you get like. Seven. Oh, th- thanks. <laughs> so after Doroth is Astra. Okay, how many are these things? How how many? <laughs> they they are legion. <laughs> how are many all? of these things are left? Twenty six. Okay, how light would you say they are? I mean, you said some of them are like one to three feet, so. I would say twenty to sixty pounds. Okay, because. I was thinking, and they're just like, they haven't moved yet. No, they have not. Okay, and if they move, then... They will be damaged by the spike growth. So, if I were to use Mage Hand and push them, or Gust of Wind to push them... That would damage them, yes. Cool. Wombo combo. (laughs) Happy feet. I'll cast Gust of Wind. All right, so you step out into the chamber, and you cast Gust of Wind. Do you want to aim it at the monstrosities that are closest to your group? Yes, I will aim it at the closest to the group as to and keep it on them so that if they try to move... Did you want to sweep it? Because didn't we determine at one point you could sweep it? Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Like so that lower. like it all hits, that hits them all, yeah. So you cast Gust of Wind in front of, like, across the front line of it from the side, and then you just kind of leaf blower them across the room. All right, now, Finch, I need you to do damage, like, we'll say six times with Spike Grove. So that's three. Three. Four. Oh, we're picking up steam. It's <laughs> another four. Let's see if we can get five. Let's go. Daddy needs a new pair of shoes. <laughs> Six! <laughs> Fuck a five. So you see these monstrosities just kind of tumble through the spike growth that they that Finch created as Astra uses gust of wind to kind of leaf blower them around. And a lot of them get impaled by many of the spikes and they just kind of stay stiff on a spike. But they there seems to be about 15 more. And they all charge towards y'all. Which will do more damage again. Whew. They and they're slow. Like, yeah. They're half. Yeah, this is like D-Day. Their movements are half. Probably more than half because I think Spike yeah, was, yeah, Spike slows it. I think it's half too. So they're actually not moving anywhere. Yeah, quarter movement speed. Two halves make a hole. So you know, both halves of their movement speed are gone. So they can't move. <laughs> <laughs> so how much does it lose of their movement speed? Do they lose? Gust of wind halves it. And I if believe they fill strength saves. And they did. Oh, yeah, that's true. Strength saving throw or push 15 feet away must spend two feet of movement for any one foot closer. Oh, no, it's half regardless. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. 
Because so I'm half. still pushing yeah. against them. Okay. And then spike growth halves it, so it would be quartered. Yes. Yes. Wait. <laughs> Both no, I'm not going to stack movement impairing effects. <laughs> Why not? Oh, what? No. But that's the way the game works, Dave. I don't think it is. I okay, think it is. but what if you Actually, have it like the... The spike moving growth through is like a terrain. Is twice as hard thing. as moving through spikes with gusts of wind blowing <laughs> on you. Like it's not equally as hard. I don't know if I'm gonna allow that. Hold on. I, 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 I think that that is so logical that you're absurd for thinking it's not. Also, I agree. Are they in the water? The ones that because that's, that's a terrain. Dave. That is terrain. Yeah. So the current's pushing them away from us. They're also trying to push against wind you and spike growth. These things have eight health. We got and you like killed half. They're the walking two up. Rounds. Look, this that is doesn't important. mean you can cheat, Dave. I like how we're to the point where we have like a, a, a like a board with like fucking yarn and like dots. Just because like, they need look, an so advantage. The river, right. So the river. It's right there, and there's spikes, right? And there's wind, right? <laughs> Upstream, against wind, around obstacles. Two obstacles, one deadly. Dave bugging. You're, you're just being whack, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense for it to be a quarter of a movement speed, since one is terrain-based and one is spell-based, to me, anyway. See, it depended on what you said, because I was going to be like, I am going to gonna hold my turn, but I want it to be known that I could have used my turn to buff <laughs> Keth, but I'm not going to. I mean, if it was two damaging effects, they would get double the damage. So if it's two slowing effects, so not... I'm just saying logically in real life, if I was moving through a briar patch in a hurricane... That would be, <laughs> hard, that would be, that would be harder yeah. than moving through a briar patch in a sunny weather. Yeah. <laughs> That's my argument. <laughs> like how they're searching for the incriminating sentence. <laughs> That's going to prove they're right. Everybody deserves a fair trial. I you know just, what's funny about this? It's already funny, I can always right? just yeah. pull the DM move. Yeah, no, no. I, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying not to push it too far because I don't want yeah, you to do that. Yeah, but think about... So this is what I found. Okay. But it's on Reddit. Basically says, target has a movement speed of 30. Hit it with a slow so their movement is now 15. Then ray of frost makes it 5. Difficult terrain then means that their movement is practically zero, assuming that five is the minimum interval. So, according to him, it stacks. From the Player Handbook, page 205, under Combining Magical Effects. Fuck yeah, Felomir. <laughs> the effects of different spells add together when the durations of those spells overlap. The effects of the same spell cast multiple times do not combine, however. So, if it's movement speeds, debuffs from two different spells, that stacks. But if it were like two spike gross, that wouldn't have an effect. Okay, so if it's of the same spell, it would not do it. So what I'm going to do now, obviously it has no movement, unless it dashes. Ah. Uh, you can so do it that. Because it gets double its movement speed. So now... Which he did specify they did. So now, all of the creatures are outside of the spike growth. Bullshit. Oh <laughs> Do they not take any damage though from dashing? I'm through working. The I've been trying to get to the damage of this the whole time. <laughs> I like how this is irrelevant because they're because all probably gonna die. <laughs> they could all just simply die trying to move out of this. We just wanted it for it to be fair, Dave. Well, now we know. Please keep. All this right. <laughs> Please keep this in. <laughs> so now I need you to roll your spike growth damage six times again. <laughs> Oh god, this is good. This has been a good episode. This is gonna be great. We've been sloppy tonight. Two. 
That one lives, doesn't he? Nope. <laughs> okay, then we're good. Seven. Six. Four. Six. Then three. So after all of that, <laughs> there are two remaining monstrosities. One of them is ten feet from you, Astra. The other is five feet from you, Kath. Whose fucking turn was it? Uh, <laughs> oh, it was the Mastrazzi's turn. Yeah, it was their turn. Moving. Finch, it is now your turn. Okay, I am going to uh, pull out my longbow because it's been a while, and I'm going to take two attacks and shoot one at each of them. Okay. First shot. 16. That's a hit. Second shot. 21. When you're higher than that, I'm sorry. So you're shooting at... 27. You're shooting at set that both of them? <laughs> yes. Okay. They both hit. All right. Nine damage on the first one. 11 damage on the second. Okay. The arrows fly true and hit the faces of both monstrosities, and you kill both of them. The monstrosities are dead. Yeehaw. We are no longer in combat. Woo! <sighs> What were those things? I'll say as I reach up and grab one by the leg and just kind of hold it up. <laughs> okay. Got it. As uh, Keth holds one up, y'all kind of all kind of take a gander at it. The legs are like spikes, um, and it's got a crustacean look to it. Almost like that big thing we saw outside. Wait, yes. Do, yes. I, do I see that? Yes. Damachum? Okay. So... I see that they pretty mu- their legs resemble the thing just in miniature form that got me into this situation and I I want to be emotionally affected by it but I'm going to try to hold it in. Okay. I'm going to try. Do you want me to give you like a wisdom save or something to see if you hold it in? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got a 10. You don't hold it in. <laughs> what? It's it's that it's that thing. What what thing? The thing that caused the rock slide. The spike from outside. It's the oh. baby versions. It does kind of look like that. Oh my God, it's a giant one of these. I'm just gonna like spread it, spread let like hold the hits le- different legs with different hands and just kind of hold it up in front of me. <laughs> I'm, I'm very enamored by creatures tonight. <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm going to just duck back down into the mine cart. <laughs> okay. Because there may be more. I'm assuming none of us have ever seen this no. kind of creature This before. is not a creature you've ever seen before. Okay. I want to walk a little closer to the water and see like how deep and fast it's running. So yeah, you walk over to the water and you kind of just gauge the depth with a like an arrow or something. Mm-hmm. And it's only about a foot deep. Okay, I'd like to cross and inspect some of the larvae that were okay. hanging on the stalagmites. So yeah, you kind of walk over without the drumstick light, but it's shining enough for you. And you see that these gelatinous eggs are about four feet tall. No, that's too big. Two feet tall. They have a see-through aura, and you can see that there are just like curled up larvae inside. I'd like to grab one of my silver bolts and not pierce it, but I just want to kind of like, just kind of, Press it up against it. See okay. what happens. Uh, the gelatinous starts like the gelatinous material of the egg starts to sizzle. Okay, I immediately back off and take a step or two back. Okay. And watch. Do like, are else? you leaving it on there? No, no. Like, I'm taking a step back, taking the bolt off, and I'm going to watch the larva. Does anything else happen? No, it stops sizzling. Okay. Um, well, these eggs definitely still don't like silver, but 
I don't know if there's any, anything to fear over here. And then I'll step back across. Oh, and the water is very cold. It's icy water. Like, you see big chunks of ice floating through it. Oh, gosh. You know what? I'm like, where's the, uh, who's got the winkle? Oh, I've got it. And I'll throw the uh, monstrosity over my shoulder as I pull out the Pappy Van Pinkle. And <laughs> Wappy Van Pinkle. Right. Whatever the fuck. And as I guess I'm still freezing and exhausted at level one, I would like to take a sip. Okay. Uh, give me a constitution save. Seven. You are drunk. Of course I am. And you now have a negative two to dexterity saves. Or not negative two, disadvantage on dexterity saves. But you do keep the advantage with constitution saves. How are you feeling? I'm pretty warm now. Good. I would like to inspect the water. Speci- okay. Specifically where it's coming from. Okay. So you take a look at like where the water's coming from, and it's just basically like dripping down like a crack in the wall. Specifically where, you're not sure. But you put your hand like near a crack and put your hand in the water, and it does feel warmer right there, but it like instantly gets cold again. It's like a little warmer. It's not like freezing or anything. Like in the crack where the water's coming from? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what about where it's going? You investigate the room further. The icy water flows to the other side of the room, and you find it going into a four-foot-high tunnel, sloped downward. But on the opposite side of that tunnel where the water's going, there's another corridor. And I'm assuming there's no track where the water is running. Um, actually, the track just kind of stops like halfway through this chamber for the minecart. There's nothing else in here? Uh, no. I'm going to sit down Indian style wherever I'm at and make some good berries and just start nibbling on them. Okay. Hey, can I have one of those? Uh, yeah, sure. You could take your, your pinky winky back to... Thanks. He's going to call it different <laughs> every time. And, and now Keth has one good berry. Okay. I will eat it. Okay. I want to sing a song. Okay. I don't want to use my drum or anything, but I am in kind of a vulnerable state right now. I'm kind of suffering from PTSD. Okay. So I always use my art to, you know, calm those emotions. Yeah, you got to comfort yourself somehow. Yes, and this this is how. So I'm going to just sit back in the uh, in the mine cart and just be like, um, nothing's right, I'm torn. I'm all out of faith. What well, does that lead to this a way out of here? This is how I feel. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm cold and I I guess I'll go. Well, naked the water seems to be going floor. down further. So that's definitely not a way out. Well, are we trying to get out or are we trying to find the well? <laughs> However, for this corridor over here, I'm not sure. Although there doesn't seem to be a minecart track that leads through it. Hmm. I'll have to figure something out for you, Dorth. I guess I could carry you. But I need my minecart. Why? I need it. It's so comfortable in here. Well, I mean, the whole goal is to get out of this mine, so... Wait. What'll it be when... I mean, it still has wheels. It doesn't need the track, right? Do you really think we can push this thing through the snow? How much do you guys love me? I'm sure you can figure something out. Look, we'll deal with that when we get out of here. I mean, you can make, like, skis. We'll deal with it when we get out of here. I'm going to take off my turtle shell backpack. Okay. And I'm going to open it up and just kind of, like, hold it up to Dorth to see if he would fit inside of it. (laughs) He would. Oh, my God. You could could ride in this. Let's see if we got a shell that will protect you, and I'll knock on it. (laughs) <laughs> as many times as I've been shamed on this adventure. Well, I mean, do I have to ride in it now, or? Well, if we're going this way, you do. Are we going that way? Wait, which way? <laughs> down this little corridor down here. Oh, well, we came down here. I mean, I guess we can check it out. 
fine. And yeah, I'm just going to hold my arms out. <laughs> I'll scoop him up and set him down gently into the backpack. <laughs> okay. And then I'll just kind of sling it on over my shoulder. <laughs> Ow! Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, I guess you wouldn't do that gently, huh? So I'm on his back and my foot. My leg is just sticking out yeah, on the, the side. The way I imagine it, it's like a baby uh, yeah. backpack, and you're, like, facing his back. <laughs> it's like holding... I'm like my, my arms are just wrapped around your neck. And I guess Curry. your backpack would, like, go over the shell. So, like, you would be... Like, the shell would be between you and your backpack. Okay. And so your legs are just dangling out the bottom of the shell. <laughs> and one leg is just out straight. Yes. Okay. Um... And then your hands are just like on his shoulders. So okay. like your face is like right into the back of his neck. All right. <laughs> That's how we're doing this. Unless you want to do it some other way. No, we're doing it like this. All right. And then y'all are going to walk into the next room. Yeah. I mean, there's shit in the mine cart. What's in the mine cart? Oh, um, yeah. All the ore. The ore and the oh, Eurydarian yeah. bar. My, um. <clears throat> what? Now I'm going <laughs> to. Try to stick my hand around his body and point to the the bar in the cart. You can't go back in the cart, Doris. Well, my, I know that. My, what is it? My belongings are in that cart. Oh, I'll look over. It's just a single cart. bar of iridarium <laughs> and two buckets. <laughs> I'll grab the bar. So you're gonna put it in your backpack. All right, it's fifty pounds. It's mm, a lot of pounds. Okay. I'm not a so child. You're you're not a what? <laughs> Nothing. She ain't no bitch. Okay, I thought she was about to say some derogatory shit about me, which we're she not doing. She got muscles on her muscles, man. Oh. So we're moving into the next room. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. All right. As you enter this small forty-foot diameter room, it is filled with ruined and aged mining supplies. There is debris everywhere, but then you hear a clutter in the room. You look around, shining the light from the drumstick throughout the room, and then you see a cloaked creature hiding behind a toppled mine cart. It shivers in fear and ducks into the shadows hiding from you. Give me initiatives. Five. Nineteen. Sixteen. Crit miss. Six. Kath, you're first. He's about 30 feet from you, and there's a crap ton of debris between all of, between you. I'm just going to pull out my shield and, and mace and just kind of steady myself since it's not acting aggressively. Okay. And I uh, yell, and I'll, I guess I'll delay? Can okay. I have reaction to yell? Sure. I'll yell out, who's over there? Dorothy, it's your turn. I'm still holding the drumstick, right? Yes. Or is someone else? We'll say you will. You are. Okay. I'm going to point it in that direction. It's like, yeah! Who goes there? The cloaked creature then ducks, like, kind of peeks up from behind the mining cart, like, looking at you, and then he like, ducks down more. Now, when you say cloak, do you mean, like, he's wearing a cloak? Yes, he's wearing okay. a black cloak. So is it, does it look humanoid? Yes. Okay. Finch, it's your turn. I may just take, like, a step forward, and I guess I'm probably holding my bow at the ready and just kind of, who goes there? We mean you no harm. We only wish to pass. You see him poke his head up again and then duck behind. And he, you see him kind of scamper behind some, like, other mining material, like, further away from you. After Finch is Astra. Uh, we we just want to talk. Who are you? Felomir? I'm going to use my awakened mind and say, who goes there? He just stays hidden. Kath, your turn. I'll cautiously move towards him. Okay. Uh, so you move, like, ten feet or so with Doroth and the drumstick. And... 
as the light shines, it kind of glints off the walls from the iridarium. And you reveal the creature a little more. You find a shadowy face hidden in the cowl of the cloak. It has its hands raised, blocking the light. It slowly moves its hands, showing half of its face. It's a humanoid. A man. His eyes are pale, even the pupils. His nose torn with rot and teeth poking through, showing behind missing cheeks. He whimpers, frightened by your presence. Are there any other exits to this room? Not that you can see. Dorth, your turn. I'm going to poke my head out from behind uh, Keth's broad, strong, beefy shoulders and uh, try to appeal to him. Okay. Hey. Hey, we're just... We're just some travelers traveling through. Is that a persuasion check? Sure. Okay. Come out and come out and meet us. It's 15. He kind of brings his head out and he says, "You're you're not you're not him. Is this a trick? Who is him? The the, the mind flayer. You're you're not him." What's a mind flare? He's got tentacles. Oh, that thing. We killed him. That's what it is. A mind flare. You, you killed him? Oh, he's so totally dead. Oh, we were wondering what that was. What's a mind flare? He, he's a creature from the void. It's, it's the realm of darkness. And who are you? He kind of comes out from the mind cart a little bit. My name is Ovid Lar. Do you... How long have you been here? Just a few months. Where did you come from? He he stands up more vertical, and the light kind of shows all around, like all through like the hood of his cloak, and you can see that his face is like rot skin over like a skeletal head. He is an undead. I I come from a forest in Televastral. <sighs> really, D- dual wood is what it's called. You're from my neck of the woods. Sure. Well, I'm kind of from everywhere, but... He's really famous. You probably know him. Of course he does. Let's, let's not... You've heard of me, right? We've been through Televastral and Dulwood. How, how did you get here? Well, a guardian reached out to me. Which guardian? Um, one I've actually never heard of. His name was Salamandor. I show my ring. <laughs> oh, wait. That's not Salamandal. It's a Bullywug ring. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference? This is pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Wasn't there a medallion? Oh, yeah. I don't... Um, I didn't think I took it. That's because I did. D- okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Salamandal, you say? Yes. Does this medallion look familiar to you? He's, he shakes his head very softly. Yes, we found it on his supposed body. Hmm. Not sure if you're familiar with the sisters of Salamandal. This this was the first time I've ever heard of him. Well, whenever he reached out to me. What did he? How did he reach out to you? What did he say? He reached out to me while I was dead. See, he told me that there was another guardian, a sister of his named Fasush. I was told to come here to Mithron with the key of Kilnar crystals that the temple kept. The key of Kilnar. Yes. And which temple was this? The Temple of Hanet in Dualwood. I was I was the master there. It was a hidden temple in the forest. 
Yes, we've been there. Yeah, I, I can tell that there's green light. You must have one. We do. Why? Why? Were you instructed to come here? Well, Fusush said that Hanette was possibly in trouble. And I, I believe it because the mind flayer here in this mine told me that he works for Velomir, who I have never heard of. He, he imprisoned me in this room, saying that I, if I left, I would become his eternal servant and child. I'm not sure what he envisions to do with me if I, if I leave, but if you for sure killed him, then there's, I guess nothing would happen to me if I leave. Well, let, let's be clear. We killed the mind flayer? Yes, the, the mind flayer. Have you, you've never heard of one? No, I've never seen one of those in my life, and I've seen much. You've heard of me, right? I can't say I have. Doroth? Fae? Gromit? Stop me if this rings a bell. Uh, it doesn't. I'm sorry. <sighs> you said you were dead? Yes. Um, the My disciples in the temple, they grew a, a deep interest in the darkness. And something had changed them, corrupted them. I was involuntarily sacrificed to the Guardian of Net by them. And how long ago was this? Less than a year ago. And how long have you been back? A, a few months. I, Salamandal reached out to me in the grave, and he gave me life again, and then I clawed my way out of the grave. What in exchange for your life? He just asked me to come here to Fushush. That sounds like a bad trade. No offense. You're just stuck in this room? Coward? Well, well no, I, I was captured here. You see, the, there's these dog things that attacked me while I was wandering through the, the snowy wilderness that is Mithron. They brought me here to that mind flare. So where where is Fosush at? Uh, Salamandal told me that she's somewhere here in Mithron. Mithron's a really big place. It is, but I mean, what else was I going to do? I mean, I was dead. He gave me life, and so now I'm here. Have you heard of the Arcane Well? Yes, um, I know that it was lost in Mithron. You don't know where it might be relative to where I, we I, are? This is my first time to Mithron, no. I mean, Mithron's been under darkness for 700 years. So you can't see in here either? Uh, with the key of Kilnar, I can, but... There's no key once we I, leave. Yeah, I've been in darkness for about a month now. What did you have before it went dark? A key of Kilnar? Who took I, it? I, um... Did they take it from you? After those dogs captured me, I, I lost the supplies I was bringing at the base of this mountain. When I stepped into the darkness, Fashush reached out to me and was happy I was here. She could sense that I had the crystals and said they were very important to the survival of, of Asus. But once those dogs captured me, I lost my supplies at the base of this mountain. What crystals? The, the key of Kilinar. Oh, okay. The crystals are fragmented remains of a large crying object. A man named Kilmar once created... He had used it to speak with Annette a long time ago. But, so these these key of Kilnars, these green crystals, are just the fragments of that one large scrying orb. I, I think that Fashush thinks she can rebuild what Kilnar had created to reach out to Hanat. Why would she want to do that? Because we need the Guardians. Why? Well, I say we. I, I mean, I'm theorizing here. I, I think Ace is, is in some sort of danger. We're listening. Well, yes, why do you think this? Well, 
Velmir, this guy that the Mind Flayer was telling me about, he has somehow made way here? Oh, yes, he totally has. Oh, you know who Velmir is? Yes, we've met him. And he won't respond to my messages. What? Your messages? Yes. What kind of messages? I, I try to keep in touch. How? Well, I, I, I have a, a thing. I can send messages to people's minds, and he doesn't respond to mine. How often have you been doing this? About once a day. <laughs> oh, no. What? You let him here. Wait, he's here here? Like a Mithron? If he's a powerful man like this Mind Flayer says he is, he can probably track you. Oh. But why would he want to track us, though? He's already taken all we have of value. I mean, if you've met him and survived it, what did you do? We gave him our orb. Your your orb? What what kind of orb? Or what do you know about the orbs? The orbs? Yes, the orbs. So you've heard of the orbs and you've never heard of me. Of Great. course I've heard of the orbs. Yes, Velmir. He's it, collecting them? Is trying to collect them, yes. He has green and red. This is this is not good. What what happens when he gets them all? It could be anything. I, I mean, no one knows because once they were together, it, it caused problems for Asus. So if he's collecting the orbs, you you have to get me out of here. Well, I mean, once we figure out how to get out of here, I'm sure we can... What, what do you mean? Well, the entrance we came in collapsed, sort of. So we're looking for another exit. Oh, no. Look, I've heard many things in this mine. The depths of this mine are too much for any of us to handle. Well, we handled that mod flare pretty good. I think we'll we'll be all right. I don't think you understand. There's earthquakes often. Well, yeah, we... We have noticed. Tempoed earthquakes. Yeah, exhibit A, my leg. It's broken. They're not earthquakes, by the way. Have you seen little bitty crab things running around? Yes, those things have been keeping me in this room. There's wow. a really, really big one. Possibly a lot of really, really big ones outside this mine. That's probably the quakes that you're feeling. Yeah, it definitely caused the collapse that we witnessed. Y you have to get me out of here. We have to find my cr my supplies. We have to get to wherever Fushush is. Well, do you have any clues on where we could start moving to get out it's of here? It's not in this mine, that's for sure. Ever since they brought me in here, I haven't been able to speak with her. Hmm. Well, your supplies are probably covered by about ten feet of snow right now. More we than likely. We have to find them. Help me out of here. Well, you help us out of here. Let's help each other out of here. Yeah, see, I mean, it seems like we're on the same team here and looking towards the same goal, working with the same guardians, so... Do you know anything else about this place? Or is this the only room that you've been in? This is the only room they've brought me in. I mean, I've been in darkness ever since they captured me, so I haven't been able to see anything. You must have heard things. I mean... I don't have a superior hearing, so I can't really... I mean, what do you, what are you suggesting? That, I mean, that's okay. I just thought that maybe after being here for months that there might be just some clues you might have caught on to. Other than what the Mind Flayer told me, no. And you've There's, told us everything that he told you? I've heard many different creatures and guttural sounds and... All right, I don't know what they are, though. He, he obviously didn't want anything happen to me immediately. And, well... I mean, I see no reason why we can't help you get out of here and find your supplies. Yeah, let's try to find a way out of here. I mean, if if 
he has uh, the keys of Kilnar, will they not present? Will we not be able to see a glow from them? Well, if we got close enough, we would see the range of the like the light would come on. But assuming they weren't buried, I mean, even then, they they work through that. It's a it's a range as long as it's daylight outside. It seems to work. Well, let's see if we can get out of here. I'll follow you. School of Magic, is it? Dave don't know. <laughs> you don't have it memorized yet? <laughs> Got everything else up there in that noggin. Whatever, man. I was talking to Ryan, not you. Oh, God. <laughs> you just write. You don't know nothing, dude. That's right. <laughs> Always looking at that book. Damn, Dave, you just going to take that? He said you don't know nothing. I don't know nothing. Oh, I know even oh, less, so it's cool. Orange is enchantment. Yeah, I knew that. You want me to give you the rest of them? Uh, I'm not going to write them down, but go shoot. Yeah. Then what's the fucking point? <laughs> I'll remember them. No, you know what? I'm going to make you write them down or I'm not going to tell you what they are in the future. Ooh. Orange is enchantment. Oh, my <laughs> God, Dave. I'm writing it down. You have studied the colors of the wizard rainbow. You know that black is necromancy. Red is evocation. Orange is enchantment. Hold Yell- on, hold on. I'm, I'm going to just let me go through it for a good solid audio. <laughs> <laughs> Orange is enchantment. Yellow is conjuration. Green is transmutation. Blue is divination. Purple is illusion. And white is abjuration. Abjuration. <laughs> You're gonna be here all week. Oh my god! I'm gonna, turn, gonna, I'm gonna can, turn that into a D and D meme and put it on. <laughs> you can find me upstairs. <laughs> Like some sort of hybrid with like a shark teeth row. He's got rows and rows of them. <laughs> what is this new voice for Ben? <laughs> I have no fucking clue. I wanted to say, I wanted to, I couldn't wait to say corridor so I could say corridor too. I don't know why. I just, <laughs> Who does are bitch you? have a character voice? <laughs> oh man, I don't know. <laughs> I'm exhausted, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Like an old shop key. Most curious. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right, here we go. Let me try again. Let me try again.